1: America faces a choice This is Battleground America Here's Tara Servatius
2: It was an insane week, alright An insane week of betrayal So I'll jump right into the 8 most insane things that happened this week, folks And here's the thing I, I, A lot of this news is negative, but I can feel the undercurrent of it We're winning We're winning I know that might sound crazy listening to what's about to come, but we are. Number eight proves it. Folks, these flights by the Democrats have been going on all year, trucking the illegal immigrants that Joe Biden and especially Kamala Harris claim they are, you know, trying to stop the flow. (laughs) Yeah, they've been bringing them in on flights. They are the flow. They are the traffickers. They are the cartels. And the video that Fox News got and the stories that broke this week captured it perfectly Joe Biden will look back with fondness to the days his approval rating was in the 30s this is the kind of stuff that's going to end the Democrat Party for a generation and it's great to see it finally exposed to the light of day it is also however terrifying because it shows you the scope of what they're doing and of the powers arrayed against the United States people so here's what we had this week We had tarps put up at your expense by your federal government to keep you from seeing, from filming, from knowing that they are moving military-age men into the country. Exactly what they said they were not doing. It was just the women and children. No, it wasn't. But what is so shocking about it is that when they don't know who they are, when they can't ID them, we learned this week, they let them fly on our planes Um in disregard of the standards that apply to you and I when we try to get on a plane with just their arrest warrants. Now, here's what's truly shocking, is the agencies that are doing it. Only the New York Post reported this, and it's a doozer. It turns out the Department of Homeland Security, which is supposed to be securing the border, is instead partnering with the Army... Of the United States of America. To move these people in under the cover of of darkness and onto planes. Who is coordinating it all? The TSA. The people who are supposed to be keeping our airlines and our skies safe. As they accept arrest warrants to put people on planes. Even more shocking is who the Biden administration has hired to coordinate all this. It's a contractor called M. VM, they normally work for the NSA and the CIA. They now have, according to the New York Post, a 136 million dollar contract to move Joe's future voters, the illegals, into the country. Now, here's what's so scary about them. You know what they did in Ara- in Iraq. They did covert operations. So our government went to people who specialize in covert operations for the CIA and the NSA to move these people in, to sneak them around behind your back. It is a betrayal, as the federal contractor hired to do this said on camera this week. And it is shocking to see the United States Army in particular betray us like this on our own soil. Nobody nailed it better what this is than Fox News' Todd Pyro.
0: ICE agents have been forced to coordinate, literally, the Travelocity for illegal immigrants all around the country, as new video shows, secret overnight flights full of illegals. One ICE agent telling Fox News, this is just the tip of the iceberg. This has been happening since February of last year. This happens all the time in cities and airports all around the country. How is every American not outraged by this
2: i've been warning for a long time that this level of tolerance I've been warning for about a year would begin to act as a magnet for the world's criminals you on the run come to america yet on bond or bail which um even most third world countries have don't do time in your country's prisons come to america it will become the go-to destination and in places it will become a danger to walk the streets. If the Democrats continue to get their way, we had a perfect example of that—a tragic one—this week. Texas Corporal Charles Gallo was executed, and we found out yesterday he was killed by an illegal immigrant. But here is the thing about that illegal immigrant: this wasn't Jose Oscar Rosales's first rodeo, one his first murder. He's wanted in his home country of El Salvador for murder too was just running around the country. The world's worst criminals, if they're not already here, will be on the way to join them. This is becoming a haven. And it's not just me. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton said the same thing on Fox News this morning.
3: Well, see, that's the problem. It's going to happen again. We predicted this. It's, it's going to happen all over the country. It's not going to just happen in Texas. It's going to happen all over the country. And so it's, it's sad to say that the Biden administration knows that as well. They've been working with the cartels, allowing them to transport people here. Cartels are making hundreds of millions of dollars every month. And some of the people coming in our country may be terrorists. Some may uh, be criminals just like this.
2: Which leads us to the next most insane thing this week. While illegals ridden with COVID are allowed into the country, well, truckers, not so much. Yep, and that spawned something I am more excited than anything uh, you know, I've seen in a while about the Canadian convoy, which according to the UK Daily Mail, now numbers, are you ready for this? 50,000 truckers and support vehicles rolling toward Ottawa, where they plan to park this weekend and shut things down until Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau comes to his senses and does away with the vaccine mandate. The sheer size of the convoy is unprecedented in world history. It's a new record 45 miles long. Now you may have heard from what little coverage there is in the media here of this that this is about the mandate. It's primarily actually about the vaccine passports. And what a thing of horror they have become in Canada. Remember when I warned you this wasn't just a QR code on your phone, that it was being built to track you? Listen to this clip from Tucker Carlson's show last night. This is an interview with Benjamin Dichter, the founder and organizer of the Canadian Rolling Convoy. He's a trucker.
3: So We want to get rid of the vaccine mandates and the passports. And the passports is, is, that's a really concerning one. Yesterday, it was my first time ever crossing the border in my truck with my digital passport. And I held my phone up to the border agent to give him the QR code. You know what he said to me? Oh, it's okay. I don't need it. So what do you mean you don't need it? He said, oh, your, truck, your phone already popped up on my screen and is oh, correlated on. with your passport. Can you think of that? Can you believe that? So they know everybody who's coming up to the border before they're there and they're tracking them. Now, it maybe it's outlandish, but what's to prevent the government from introducing that across the Canada, across Canada and not limiting it to just borders? And you guys are getting it as well, and you can thank us for it because apparently, according to our sources, within the media and within government, we have some some close ties. But the Trudeau government lobbied and requested the Biden administration to introduce this. We don't know why. We don't know the terms of the deal. Are they going to be trading intelligence back and forth between Canada and the U.S. tracking cell phones? Of course, we have no idea. But this is where we're going if this does not stop. That's why this is the line. This is where it ends.
2: Let's hope. What's the fastest way to end it? Eliminate the need for a vaccine passport by eliminating the need for a vaccine. A truly shocking revelation in the Wall Street Journal. That is today's third most insane thing that the CDC stood by. No, encouraged businesses to fire people who refused the shot, but had had COVID, which is most people to fire them, knowing the whole time, according to their internal data, that having had COVID natural immunity was far more effective at stopping the spread than the shot was. They held back the information while encouraging your firing. I get enraged just talking about this. The article in the wall street journal is called the high cost of disparaging natural immunity to COVID vaccines were wasted on those who didn't need them. And people who posed no risk lost jobs. It's written by Dr. Marty McCari, he is a Harvard M.D. and a researcher at Johns Hopkins, a pretty smart guy. Here's what he writes. Public health officials ruined many lives. By insisting that workers with natural immunity to COVID-19 be fired if they weren't fully vaccinated. But after two years of accruing data, the superiority of natural immunity over vaccinated immunity is clear. By firing staff with natural immunity, employers got rid of those least likely to infect others. It's time to reinstate those employees with an apology. See, the CDC had this data, he writes, but they hid it for most of last year. Many of us called for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to release its data on reinfection rates but the agency refused. Finally last week the CDC released data from New York and California which demonstrated natural immunity was 2.8 times as effective in preventing hospitalization and 3.3 to 4.7 times as effective in preventing COVID infection compared with vaccination. They told people the Fire those people. Folks, we'll never know. Hundreds of thousands, millions of people fired, lives destroyed, mortgages unpaid, houses lost, marriages wrecked. Because you know how that kind of thing gets in a marriage. They did it on purpose. Folks, it takes a special kind of evil to do that to people. And, And I want you to take away not just COVID and shots and data from this. I want you to understand the evil of the enemy and how far they're willing to go and how little they care about the lives they trampled on he continues yet the cdc spun the report to fit its narrative they say yep so when finally admitting yeah we've had the data the whole time showing that natural immunity was more effective those people should have probably been at work they still say well get the shot shots better even though their own data doesn't support that. He goes on to write similarly, the National Institutes of Health, that's where Fauci works, uh, repeatedly dismissed natural immunity by arguing that its duration is unknown, then failing to conduct studies to answer the question. Because of the NIH's inaction, he writes, my John Hopkins colleagues and I conducted the study. We found, he writes, antibodies were present in 99% of the subjects in the study for up to nearly two years after the infection. They found the natural immunity developed from prior variants reduced the risk of infection with the Omicron. Meanwhile, the effectiveness of the two-dose Moderna vaccine against infection declined to 61% against Delta and 16% against Omicron. Natural immunity was always more effective. Yet they were telling businesses to fire people who had it.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Ha! Folks, I'm telling you, if you're in the legal department, you're a executive listening to this, I would quietly begin to offer those jobs back. It'll help with the lawsuit that's coming. Speaking of the lawsuit that's coming, we're now getting a pretty good idea of why Moderna and Pfizer were sure to secure complete legal immunity for themselves before distributing their shot. An interesting study by, of all people, the CDC quietly published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. So these are two non-conspiracy sites And it was quietly published, wasn't on the website of the CDC. Everybody missed it until now, when Just the News' John Solomon, former reporter for The Hill, nails this. And it's terrifying. Listen to this. CDC studies suggest unboosted vaccines become worse than nothing against Omicron. Wait, what? The study found unvaccinated people were less likely to contract covid than those who'd been vaccinated. Here's what he writes. Two-dose COVID-19 vaccines may, after initial protective window, become less effective against symptomatic infection by Omicron variant than not getting the shot at all. Wait, that sounds like it hurts your immune system. Look, they're going to have to do a lot more study of this. But this is not new news to listeners of this podcast. I had it this summer. Remember when the National health system of the uk began publishing data quietly no fanfare no press release just every week publishing data showing that those who had been vaccinated were more likely to catch the newest covid variant and that a terrifying thing was happening it was getting worse every week in other words We know by now, because they've admitted, the shot makers have admitted, yeah, you know, after four, five, seven, ten months, um, you know, you're basically back to no protection, right? Well, this data indicates it's worse than that. That you started 100% protection, say, and over time, you know, six, seven, ten months, you crash down to zero, and then you crash down to below zero. In other words, you're worse off than if you'd never gotten the shot. That data is supported. So we've got... Uh, Now the CDC study, and I think the CDC came out and quietly admitted this because they know what's out in the UK. This is beginning to get traction. They're not going to be able to deny and hide this forever, that the shot does, appears to do some level of immune damage. Now take a listen to this, okay? Here's the thing with this. Let's look at Scotland's, for instance. Now this is, for those of you who want to Look it up from the Public Health Scotland COVID 19 and Winter Statistical Report. Okay. Uh, it's PHS table 14. Here's what it shows that those who were double vaccinated caught Omicron at 865 per 100,000 rate. Those who were unvaccinated caught it at less than half that rate, 412. The triple vaxxed caught it at 418 per 100,000. In other words, three countries now. Three countries worth of data showing you get the vaccine, you are more likely to contract, more likely to contract future variants. Folks, this explains why the most vaccinated states and the most vaccinated countries on Earth, like Israel, are posting record breaking rates. This explains why we hit an all time high recently, last few weeks in COVID cases after a year of vaccination. It's scary, isn't it? Again, the study and the data only measure immunity to COVID-19. You got to wonder, if this decreases your immunity in terms of fighting COVID-19, it makes it worse than if you'd never had the shot. Does that mean your immune system works this way now for other viruses that aren't covid the implications here are staggering and obviously more study is needed on to insane thing. Number five, the in your face evidence of Joe Biden's profound corruption and the extent to which he is owned by China got exactly no reaction from the mainstream media this week. That didn't make the expose any less shocking. Now, to put this in context, remember, for three years. Long years, we were told that Trump was owned by Russia. It was stated as a fact, yet not once did the media ever present a single transaction between Trump or any of his family members or anyone connected with him and a Russian entity. Not one single dollar transaction. Didn't matter. For three years, it was celebrated fact that he was a Russian stooge owned by Russia. Well, we got the transactions on Joe. And they're horrifying. This article by Peter Schweitzer, who broke the news again in the New York Post. No wonder social media censored them going into the election headline. Chinese elites have paid some thirty one million to Hunter and the Biden's. Just keep what they did to Trump in mind as you as, as you hear this, because the people giving the Bidens this money, all of them are directly connected to the highest levels of the Chinese intelligence agencies. Here's the piece. For those wondering why Joe Biden is soft on China, consider this never before reported revelation. The Biden family, they write, has done five deals in China, totaling some thirty one million dollars arranged by individuals with direct ties to Chinese intelligence, some reaching the very top of china's spy agency indeed every known deal that the biden family enjoyed with beijing was reached courtesy of individuals with spy ties and joe biden personally benefited from his family's foreign deals and they go on to list the five deals that add up to 31 million dollars that doesn't even count of course the 1.5 billion dollars Um, tied to the Bank of China. Folks, the left would have died, would have loved to have had even one single transaction like this between Trump and Russia. Yet they care not at all that they exist with the Bidens. Still have doubts that Hunter does business with Chinese spy chiefs at the highest level? I'll let Hunter tell you about it, in case your left-wing friends don't believe it. This is Hunter, In his own words, he was it sounds like to me it always has freaking out. And when he would freak out or he'd have these late night conversations with himself on his laptop, like there was some regret about what he was doing or some fear. In this case, it's fear because at the time he recorded this, it's on the laptop. He describes doing business with the spy chief of China and he's very afraid because Joe hasn't secured the presidency, the nomination yet. That's still in doubt. And he's afraid that he's going to be prosecuted. And he's afraid because these Chinese spies and their friends who he's getting all this money from are beginning to disappear. But in the process, he admits exactly what the New York Post and Peter Schweitzer are reporting. He's in business with Chinese spies and they're giving him money.
0: I get calls from my father to tell me that the New York Times is calling But my old partner, Eric, who literally has done me harm for I don't know how long, is the one taking the calls because my father will not stop sending the calls to Eric. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth Three hundred and twenty three billion dollars found it and is now missing. The richest man in the world is missing, who was my partner. He was missing since I last saw him in his fifty eight million dollar apartment and signed a four billion dollar deal to build the (laughs) largest (laughs) LNG port in the world. And I am receiving calls from the Southern District of New York, from the U.S. attorney himself. My best friend in business, Devin, has named me as a witness without telling me in a criminal case and my father without telling me.
2: Isn't it amazing how all that just went away? Meanwhile, the next most insane thing that happened this week is the debate between the NCAA and two other national swimming organizations on whether to allow, because this is essentially what they're debating, On whether to allow transgender male-to-female swimmer Leah Thomas break the collegiate—still standing, unbelievably—collegiate records of all-time swimming greats Missy Franklin and Katie Ledecky. Their college records still stand, given the times that he is posting, he's sure to do what no other woman has managed to do. Not a single college swimmer, who is an actual female, has managed to do— Break those records. See, that's almost sure to happen in March if they continue to allow Leah Thomas to swim. And if it happens, the country and the world will watch those two greats have their records stolen by a mediocre swimmer when he was a male who never did anything much of note at all when he swam as a male Those records will be stolen and wiped out forever. They'll presage a coming era where we bring, well, we offer the male swimming team at the Olympics and the male to female swimming team at the Olympics. And maybe a woman or two will manage to make the team or maybe none will. This is where we're going.
4: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?
2: And it will cause the American people to recoil in horror. So there's a big elaborate debate going on right now. You can Google it because it's actually fascinating. Uh, Between the NCAA and two other swimming organizations, they're all clearly terrified um, to let Leah Thomas swim and equally terrified not to let Leah Thomas swim at those championships in March. Uh, Because no matter what they do, they'll be savaged. Although it'll probably be worse, the beating they'll take from the left. I think that's what they're calculating as bigots, blah, blah, blah. The whole thing will get much worse because we're not in championship season yet. Keep your eye on that one. I guarantee if Leah Thomas is allowed to make it run at those records, the whole country will be glued to it. And we will end up living in a world where all the men's swimming records are held by men. And all the women's swimming records are held by biological males, too. A world where women are, for all practical purposes, excised right out of sports. Finally, the shocking crime roundup this week. I mean, folks, four Rite Aid's have to close in New York because they're literally being looted to the point they can't remain open. Yeah, Um, including one... This is incredible. The New York Post had the story where two hundred thousand dollars worth of merchandise has been stolen in just the last two months. But the outrage doesn't end there. In New York, a 16 year old rapper named Carmen Williams, who goes by the rap name of C Blue. Yes, he's 16. Shot a cop and was bonded out, walked free on bond. Cops were called uh, because there was a disturbance. Um, it was on the street and he refused to take his hands out of his pockets. We now know why he had a gun. He scuffled with caps and ended up shooting one of them as well as another teenager. But that ain't no thing. Not in New York. They bonded him out. The judge bonded him out. $250,000 bond. That wasn't hard for him to meet. He's a rapper. Keep in mind, because of bail bonds, you usually only have to put 5 to 10 percent down. Out the door, he went. Meanwhile, in L.A., after we open the week with more news of the Wild West train robberies, with 90 cars a night being hit and literally ransacked and looted, we're now learning from the LAPD police chief that guns, because many guns are mailed through the mail, guns are being stolen in the train robberies and then used in other robberies. Now, that didn't even come close to the work of George Gascone this week. And believe me, Gascone is not an outlier. You couldn't even get the governor of California to condemn this guy. He said he supported him. Well, that was crazy. After a transgender child molester, age 26, got two years in a juvenile facility. He'll enjoy that. Plenty of kids to molest there. Thanks to progressive DA Gascone, He sexually assaulted a 10-year-old girl back in 2014. So that was back when he was two weeks away from turning 18, Gascon could have tried him as an adult, but chose not to. He'll be condemned again to a juvenile facility where he'll have, I'm sure, an unmitigated blast. Can't wait to see the prosecutions for whatever he does there. And don't misunderstand the motivation behind what Gascon did here. The left fully intends to normalize and then eventually celebrate pedophilia. That is the pattern, normalize and then celebrate. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I actually meant to put it in the podcast. The U- USA Today began forcefully making an argument for normalizing pedophilia in an article called The Complicated Research Behind Pedophilia. They made the inevitable argument that I've been predicting, and it goes like this they're born with it, they can't help it, so we can't condemn it. Of course, there's absolutely no, none, zip, zilch, not a scientific proof they're born with it at all. But that didn't stop USA Today trying to normalize this and suggest that those who identify as being attracted to children shouldn't be punished at all or even looked down upon. So, you know, Gascon being a good forward thinking liberal, he's years ahead of USA Today and he's already celebrating, which for the left means accommodating. And now our final insane thing for this week. This got very little cover. It was a huge break by Fox News, but they had so many other big breaks this week. It got buried. Fox News caught Anthony Fauci red-handed. Caught the scientist he surrounded himself with warning him that COVID was manufactured in a lab in writing. He would later give those scientists grants um, and they would flip publicly their opinion. But the internal documents don't lie. It was manufactured in a lab and that was what he was told now the significance of this is that i know where it comes from it's not actually fox news's big break it was glenn beck's two months ago this is the first of a tranche of documents that are on his website what this means is that fox news is going back through and confirming these documents that's good news i hope they keep going because you know what those documents show and let's see if they can confirm them you know what those documents show They show that our government knew that COVID would get out a long time before it actually did and that they were already working on a partnership with Moderna for a vaccine against it that our governor and Moderna, our government and Moderna would eventually co-own. Our government and Moderna would eventually sign an agreement for co-ownership of the COVID-19 vaccine that just happened to be needed the next year. But again, I'm getting ahead of myself Here's the first tranche confirmed by Fox, and it's still a really big deal. Uh, This is a huge story here. Emails obtained by Fox News show scientists and top medical advisors, including Dr. Anthony Fauci, suspected COVID-19 leaked from a lab in Wuhan as early as January 2020.
0: Yeah, this is big. Cheryl Cassoni from our sister network, Fox Business, here with more. Cheryl.
2: Well, Fox News investigation finding documents from the early days of the pandemic showed that scientists, including Dr. Fauci, were warned the coronavirus may have originated at that lab in Wuhan. Well, former State Department spokesperson Morgan Otegas joining Brett Bayer last night to discuss. They've covered up COVID for almost two and a half years. We still don't have the live virus samples. There is still no independent scientists or doctors or even a real team from the WHO that can go in and find out what the origins of
0: COVID are. And the Chinese Communist Party wants to make sure that it'll never happen.
2: Well, on January 31st, 2020, Dr. Christiane Anderson said that COVID-19 looked engineered. However, after a special emergency meeting, the lab leak theory was suppressed over concerns of how the public would react to the news. There's also, by the way, more details about the National Institutes of Health giving funding to that lab through another D.C. organization. And so this podcast ends the way it began with your government at war with you, with your government Hiding information from you, all the while accusing you of misinformation if you question it. Hey, listen, if you enjoy this podcast, please help me grow it. Please help me spread real news around the country. People so desperately need to hear it. The best way to subscribe to it is to download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and hit subscribe. And please share it with friends and family and tell them to do the same.
1: Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.